Welcome to Hymn Stories, a podcast about how our songs of the faith came to be and how they've encouraged, comforted, and strengthened believers like you and me. Hymn Stories is a part of the Media Gratier Podcast Network. My name is Ryan Bush. Years after Charlotte Elliott looked to Christ for salvation, she found herself in a dark valley of doubt and despair. She could not convince herself that she was acceptable before God. After all, she was an invalid and could do very little to serve Him. Every glimmer of hope was quickly stamped out by the condemnings of her own heart. Anxiety and dread plunged her into despair when she examined her life for she found nothing there that would cause God to look upon her with favor. But Christ, who indeed had redeemed Charlotte with his very own blood, cast the oil of his grace on the divine work that he had already begun in her heart many years before. So she gathered up in her soul the grand certainties, not of her emotions, but of her salvation, her Lord, his power, his promise. She restated to herself the gospel of pardon, peace, and heaven, It was at that moment that she remembered that God accepted her not because of any good in her, but for the sake of the Son, Jesus Christ. She wrote down her assurances in verse form. Just as I am without one plea, but that thy blood was shed for me, and that thou bidst me come to thee, O Lamb of God, I come. Just as I am and waiting not to rid my soul of one dark blot, to thee whose blood can cleanse each spot, O Lamb of God, I come. Just as I am, though tossed about, with many a conflict, many a doubt, fightings within and fears without, O Lamb of God, I come. Just as I am, poor, wretched, blind, sight, riches, healing of the mind, Yea, all I need in Thee to find, O Lamb of God, I come. Just as I am, Thou wilt receive, wilt welcome, pardon, cleanse, relieve. Because Thy promise I believe, O Lamb of God, I come.
just as I am, thy love unknown, hath broken every barrier down, now to be thine, yea, thine alone, O Lamb of God, I come. Years later, after this hymn had found its way into many hymnals, a young man wrote to Charlotte and thanked her for composing it. Just as I am had been used by God for a special ministry to him and his wife. He said that it had given great comfort to his wife in her final days of life. Let me quote to you from the letter itself. When I first read it to her, I had no sooner finished than she said very earnestly, That is the very thing for me. At least ten times that day she asked me to repeat it, and every morning from that day until her death, nearly two months later, the first thing she asked for was her hymn. Now my hymn, she would say. And she would often repeat it after me, line for line, in the day and in the night. Many years after the publication of Just As I Am, a philanthropic lady struck by its beauty and spiritual value, had many thousands of copies of it printed on a leaflet and sent for circulation through the cities and towns of England. One day, a physician was making his way to one of his patients' homes. She was feeble and near death. This physician was a Christian, and he endeavored to not only care for his patients' physical needs, but to also be of help to their souls when he was able. On his way to his patient's home on this day, He came across the leaflet of Just As I Am, and he had the thought that it was just the words that his patient needed. When he arrived, he placed the leaflet in her frail hands, saying that he felt sure that it would be of help to her. The surprise and pleasure were mutual when she recognized it as her own hymn, and he discovered that she was its author, and it was indeed a help to her. For the Lord had seen fit to remind her once again of his power his promise, and his gospel of pardon, peace, and heaven, which was already in view. Paul wrote to the church at Philippi, I am sure of this, that he who began a good work in you will bring it to completion at the day of Jesus Christ. Dear brothers and sisters, It is a glorious truth proven in Scripture that the work of salvation is God's work. He carries it out according to the pleasure of His own will. Now this is seen easily enough in regeneration, for how could a dead man believe? And also in justification, for how could a sinner declare himself innocent? But when it comes to sanctification and preservation, Christians are prone to wander 
believing that God has done his part and now they must do theirs. One of the subtle, joy-crushing deceptions that Christians all too readily believe is that they must live as Christians in their own strength. We tend toward a pull-myself-up-by-my-own-bootstraps sort of theology when it comes to our staying saved and becoming more like Christ. But this is deadly false. You can no more sanctify yourself than you can justify yourself. Do not be deceived, brothers and sisters, for he who began a good work in you will carry it on to completion. Why do you think you woke up this morning and you still believe the gospel? Why do you think you repented after you spoke harshly to your wife? Why do you think your heart still desires Christ even in the midst of temptation and suffering? This is the lesson of Philippians 1.6. The grace that is being wrought in your heart continues to grow higher and hotter because Christ himself is casting the oil of his grace on it. He himself maintains that work. If the good work of salvation was truly begun in you, then Christ will certainly bring it to completion. Here's a simple yet profound truth that we must remember. We are kept. Though this world with devils filled should threaten to undo us, we will not fear, for God has willed his truth to triumph through us. Thank you for joining me in this episode of Hymn Stories. May the Lord bless you and keep you as you sing and make melody in your heart to him.